1: What's up, Buck fans? Welcome back to Real Bucks Talk. It's live stream Monday, and guess what? It's finally a victory Monday. I know it's only been one game we lost, but it was one damn bad game, and it it hurt me to my core. But if you guys are new to the channel, I'm Mark. This is Mike. We are Real Bucks Talk. We keep it real when talking Buccaneers. Cliche, huh? But realistically, today's victory Monday. Let's talk about it. 46-23, the Buccaneers prevail over the Panthers. I know I was screaming and yelling at the TV. Plus, how'd you feel about it?
0: Yeah, I actually, I watched it, um, you know, after the fact, uh, once the game was over, I had to rewatch it. I missed the game yesterday. Just, I was doing some, you know, running around, got busy, but just seeing the score and seeing how they played, um, seeing the, the execution of the play calls, I think we're, Definitely much better. And this is what they should do against a team like Carolina. You know, Carolina's beat up their younger team on defense. You know, offensively, they're trying to figure out some things, you know, without Christian McCaffrey, so that's a big loss. But, yeah, the Bucs just took care of business. Um, and it's pretty funny. They could have probably scored, like, 66 points if they wanted to. Uh, they left some points out there. But they did what they had to, and winning the football game. And, you know, it's on to the next week. Again, this is, a, this is why it's a week-to-week league. You know, you go from, you know, an ass kicking from the Saints, and then you come back the next week and, you know, pretty much, you know, stomp the Panthers in your own right. So, uh, again, a good job by the Buccaneers.
1: Yeah. So, let's talk about the 46 points first. (laughs) So, we went from a, last week, we only scored three damn points, no touchdowns, to this week, we got Tom Brady with four total touchdowns himself, Ronald Jones with a touchdown, and his it just looked like we couldn't do anything wrong. We just, every, everywhere we threw the ball, it worked. Everywhere, everywhere we ran the ball, it worked. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Tom Brady. I know there were some missed opportunities. We'll get onto that. Mm. But what did you see from him from last week to this week? Well, just give me in a nutshell. what you think?
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, obviously the the play calling, I think set up better things for him. You know, obviously the use of play action right off the gate, I think was good you know um you know chris godwin looked more comfortable but tom just did a better job of really spreading the ball around i mean you had seven catches by antonio brown and then i think it was six and six for mike evans and chris godwin so there's a lot of good things there um again it didn't look like he was trying to force the football any in any direction he was just taking what the defense gave him playing tom brady you know type of football where You know being patient and understanding you know what the defense is presenting and then attacking the mismatch so they did a good job of that
1: yeah so there's already some fun uh (laughs) points inside the chat so some guys are saying about how mike evans dropped some passes but overall offensive performance was great Mm. Uh, there's something i was saying during the game i was tweeting out uh that brady must have thrown the ball too hard because obviously our guys just don't drop passes i mean it's it's got to be someone's fault every time. I think people point the finger at the wrong guy a lot of the times, but mm-hmm. that's also in there. And then Brady was accounting for a win too much. That's actually something, yeah, because Bruce Arians was saying in, in the uh, press conference after the game. But, yeah, there was. let's talk about that then. The three missed passes, I believe it was one to Gronk Deep, one very early to Antonio Brown, and one to Mike Evans. All of them, they were wide open. Let's be honest, they were fairly wide open. To me, it just seemed like either he just stepped up, trying to kind of rushed it. Some of them, I don't even know he shouldn't have rushed it. <laughs> it was there to, to make the play. So this 46-23 could have been 60-23s. But, yeah. but either way, I mean, the win's are win. To me, Tom Brady made some amazing damn throws in this game. Mm-hmm. Like that one he had to Godwin in the first drop, second drive, his first drive was a fumble, where mm-hmm. we ended up scoring a touchdown. That back shoulder, like just, between two defenders, insane. He stepped yeah. up amazingly in this game, a la Aq Shipley and Jensen playing much better in the inside than uh, Joe Haig did last week. Right, that was huge to me. It was his ability to step up, and he even had like a little rollout that was looked yeah. so damn natural. It's like damn, Mike Vixen the game, but <laughs> but overall, yeah. I mean, he played error-free football. I guess yeah. he may have missed some deep passes, but at least there weren't interceptions. They weren't forced. I even saw him throw a ball away where first read wasn't there. There's a guy bearing down his face. He didn't eat it. He threw it away. Mm-hmm. Little things like that are create winning habits, winning momentum, because you're not causing the ball to go the other way. So Tom Brady did his damn thing. He's not perfect. I'm never saying he is, but Mike Evans can't drop the ball three damn times. He dropped one touchdown. He stopped on a route and on another one. He dropped one at the one-yard line, so I mean, yes, I'm gonna point a finger where I can see to point a finger. <laughs> but overall, I'm not gonna get mad. Oh, they there were balanced attack all over the all over the field on on offense to wide receivers. I'll let you talk about Gronkowski too. How do you do?
0: Right, and that's the big thing, like you said, error-free by Tom Brady, which was good. He played just a much better overall game. I uh, seemed more comfortable. Uh, the offensive line protected better. Um, you know the use of Ronald Jones in the running game that you know definitely helps he had a ba- nice balance attack um, we're you know we we're just taking advantage of what Carolina was presenting and then yeah Gronk made some big time catches I like the use of Cameron Brait you know oh, yeah. they converted some big like key third downs and and that was that was really huge especially early in the game you know that Chris Godwin play that was a big third down completion like if you don't get that you know, you're probably either kicking a long field goal or punting. So mm-hmm. that, that changed the game, you know, being able to convert on those third and longs consistently, you know, they had the, what was it? Third and 19. I think he got it to Cam Brate, and Cam Brate, like does a Superman and makes the first down Yeah, you know, down the side. Yeah. Down the sideline. So just the use of him and then Gronkowski, you know, yeah, Gronk probably could have had a, another touchdown. Um, Like you said, he missed him earlier, but using the play action and getting him involved and, yeah it was really good so just the sequencing was much better and there were certain things that i i saw especially in the red zone that i didn't like you know i didn't like the waste of you know the back-to-back runs with ronald jones i didn't like that especially in a in a bunch formation or jumbo package don't like that call um then there's a couple of things like you know they got it to i think the third um the three yard line And they have an opportunity there. They miss it. I think Tyler Johnson dropped it, and then they kicked the field goal. I was like, I didn't like that. You should have just went for it. You know, that's my thing. Go for it when you're inside the five and try to score the touchdown. I understand you're up already at that point, and you're trying to add more points. But, yeah, I would just go for the seven. But that's me. Anyway, overall, very good job. (laughs) Again, they scored 46 points, so I can't really – can't really uh you know criticize them i mean 46 points is still 46 points ryan Suckup did his job so that was awesome you know he got 12 points yeah 12 points for us plus the you know the other i guess what would be five touchdowns so yeah that's that's really good yeah he had eight kicks he made them all (laughs) yeah it's pretty damn good yeah i think i mean he had the what the blunder on the extra point but that wasn't his fault again joe hay got pushed back and you know that caused the the block for the extra point. But other than that, he was awesome.
1: Oh, I'm I'm very happy with him. very happy with his performance. Yeah. It's been something we haven't had to talk about for so damn long. It feels strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's almost like you're like, it's got something bad's gonna happen, but let's get that bad juju off our chest and mm. out of, out of sight, out of mind. He's just making every damn kick. Uh, But before I keep going, there's a lot of people in the chat. Make sure if you haven't done it yet, I know you have it because it, amount of people in there doesn't match the like button <laughs> so go ahead and hit that like button for us you're already commenting but let's keep going on uh, before we you know what let's just do this now let's jump into some film so majority of you all if you, if you all are new here or just seeing us for the first time our faces usually you see us doing film breakdowns and luckily nfl.com or NFL higher-ups decided to get everything done fast <laughs> over the night, and we have a whole bunch of film to show you, so we're going to give you a little, I guess, tidbit of what, what's to come, probably Wednesday or Tuesday, we'll see, based on how fast things are coming out, but let's give you some game film breakdown, some cool things that we saw during the game, but let's jump on over, yep, if you haven't seen Jess yet, subscribe down below, <laughs> but let's talk about some Buccaneer plays that we kind of thought were cool to see, plus I'll let you break this one down first, it's Tom Brady's first throw of the game.
0: Yeah, this is what we want to see. Play action, you know, you're setting up a good pocket. And look at all that space there to operate to throw to Chris Godwin. Godwin does a great job of setting this up, you know, setting up the corners with the, you know, pushing like he's going to go vertical. You know, you got a good sell here by Tom Brady. So just look at all that space that it creates in the middle of the field. You see the linebackers jump up. So you have a a window there to throw to, and it's just a nice strike you know good timing that's a good play
1: oh, my biggest thing is just watch chris godwin's route on this so he's running directly at the cornerback not giving away anything then he makes one little move to the outside the cornerback turns his back the second the cornerback turns his back he's dropping all of his weight down turning back inside and he leaves the cornerback on skates falling down and then look at that five yard separation on a route where the the cornerback's waiting for him pretty much on his zone coverage that's disgusting Chris Godwin made this. I know the play action works. You're getting some illusion. Oh, it could be a run. But this nasty route, let me see if I can draw on this. So he's literally running at the guy. Gives a little illusion he's going to go out. The second the quarterback turns around, he drops his legs down, turns around, and just goes inside to make an easy appearance for the quarterback. Big, big body, catch the ball, get down, make, secure the catch. Beautiful play.
0: And also, you know, credit to Rojo on that last play with the pass protection. So that's really a key part of it. You know, you got to get that backside, you know, rusher. So that gives Tom just enough time. Good job. You know, has time to step up and then throw it. But, yeah, let's continue as we we will see the Break touchdown here.
1: I'll let you break this down. We also saw this multiple times in this game as well in the, the Vegas game, right?
0: Correct, yeah. This is a, a good concept that they like to run. Again, they have – you know, bunch formation to to the bottom of the screen here. They're going to run a, a various number of routes. Basically, one's going to go to the flat, one's going to sit in the middle, then one's going to go to the deep middle of the end zone. And then on the other side, you have a good uh, mix of a slant inside from Evans. And then it looks like Brate's going to go inside, but he cuts back outside. And just a well-placed football. And this was the right read by, you know, Tom Brady, just seeing that you know, brady has got the size advantage. He's got the space already. And that's a well-timed place football for the for the touchdown. Great job by Brady and Cam Brate. And I like to see this more because... It's almost like a pick, is, too. Yeah, yeah. It's a natural pick. You know, he's faking to the outside and coming back inside. And, then, and Cam's going inside and then going back outside. So it's a nice, you know, just get them off balance there. But yeah. I like the connection.
1: And perfect throw. I mean, perfect accuracy. Yep. So people were complaining, oh, he's throwing the ball too hard. Oh, I can't throw bullets!
0: <laughs> Guys,
1: you're going to tell me this isn't a bullet that's hitting him right at the tips of his hands? Cambrai comes down with it. If you look at a different angle in the broadcast view, it hits one hand, he still catches it. Tyler Johnson, same damn catch. So I don't want to hear crying, oh! It, <laughs> it's a ball that hits your hands. You're you're called a receiver for a reason. Receive the ball. But, but let's yeah, keep going exactly. on. <laughs> Uh, the yeah. biggest run of the day of the franchise yeah, history, History. so first things first, I want to talk about Brady, was, this was Brady's decision to move Godwin over and watch mm-hmm. what it does, linebacker drifts over as well, thinking, oh the run's going to be here let's all cover this one area well, the run's not going that way what happened, Plus?
0: right, yeah, you, you nailed it, I mean moving Godwin over, you know, brings that linebacker over, and then you have a nice seal here by Donovan Smith and then Jensen gets up to the second level. And yeah, and then it's off to the races after Jones makes that guy miss. So yeah, it's a really good play concept because we've seen, you know, we've seen this play before. When Godwin goes into motion, usually we're gonna run to his direction, but that's not the case. And they do a good job of setting up the run to the weak side. And you know, just get a hat on a hat. And then, you know, Ronald Jones does a great job of just seeing it right away, fitting his body through there. And let's also add this. So people
1: think, oh, offensive linemen are just grabbing and pushing forward. Look at the positioning. So Donovan Smith over here, he's trying to get more inside just to get leverage. He's knowing that this has to be that little seal they're trying to do. They're trying to go right up the butt of Jensen to create a hole. Even you can see Shipley, his left leg is more forward than the right leg. They're trying to angle themselves to get better leverage against the defensive lineman. Jensen just luckily only has one guy to cover and then one safety to beat. And he's gone. Great run, great execution. And then 98 yards. Longest run in Tampa Bay history. And then the last Crazy. one. Crazy. Right? <laughs> I was screaming some bad things during that damn run. But last one, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the defense. Thank the Lord we got some pressure. So now we actually have how many guys could be coming. This is the stuff that we didn't do against the Saints. We just played passively, just crybaby football. I don't know why we did it that game. But now who's coming? Look at all these guys in the box. What's going to happen? You don't know who's coming at you. Really, what's going to happen? Deans to come in on the edge. JPP drops back, and what happens? He gets an interception with three fingers. <laughs> i <I'll> would <laughs> you break it down more?
0: Right. This is a yeah. This is the kind of style that we want to see. It's the zone blitzes that we've all been talking about. You know, playing tighter coverage once we send that blitz you know guys coming up into you know their areas you see like the levels there everyone's covered everyone's in the right spot and then you're getting pressure from the outside you're forcing you know you're getting inside pressure as well so yeah you're forcing a decision from teddy and that's what you want to you want to see and then you know jpp being in where he's supposed to be and he executes the play this time and, and comes down with a catch
1: and it's a thing of beauty and then it's the rushed decision. Something Drew Brees didn't have in his game. So, yeah, supposedly we broke some ribs on that game, and then the 49ers just rebroke them. <laughs> but mm-hmm. we'll touch on that later, guys. It's just the illusion of pressure here, forcing a decision, stuff we talked about in the preview. Get back to your identity, and thank the Lord the Buccaneers did it. Ends up JPP, and let's watch them celebrate a little bit. I don't know what the hell this is, but <laughs> I want to see more of it. <laughs> <laughs> my well, guys, yeah, that that's the stuff you probably know us for. For Probably cleaner, because we can edit things out. But other than that, I mean, that was a, a cool, great game to go over. I mean, there's a whole lot more offensive highlights because the defense wasn't out there that long. Right. But overall, exciting. There's going to be a lot of <laughs> highlights to go over. But, plus, I'll let you talk about the defense a little while I catch up on some of these questions over here.
0: Yeah, defensively, I, I thought they... Like we just showed there, they got back to what they did best. Um, You know, obviously starting the game off with a three and out, that was very impressive. Um, They had some, you know, difficulty in the first half, especially with their little bit of gap control issues on some of the Carolina runs, but they definitely tightened that up in the second half. Uh, There were some things, you know, pass coverage wise in, in the first half where They allowed some things. They are playing a little bit soft um, as far as coverages. Um, Again, Carolina did a good job of executing the quick passing game. Um, But for the most part, I I thought they did very well. Um, You know, Obviously, you had one touchdown that was set up by a turnover, you know, the first drive of the Bucs offense, you know, Ronald Jones fumbles, and then they score on that drive. They went for it on fourth down, I believe, in that drive. And You know, I thought we should have played a little bit more aggressive there, played a little bit soft, and they attacked Carlton Davis in the soft coverage. We're able to get a first down. So there are some things that I thought definitely they need to pick up, especially in the red zone defense. You know, they're 20th in the league right now. So that's something that needs to improve. They need to get tougher in that area and hold these teams to field goals, you know, especially if they want to win in the playoffs, you know, going up against these better teams that know how to score. So. Overall, though it was a really good game. I thought they did a lot of good things. Better in the second half, um, it seemed like they started taking control and really dictating the game. They got after Teddy Bridgewater, uh, definitely more, and they were causing pressure. You know, Anthony Nelson almost had a sack. He should have had probably should have probably had a sack, but good job overall. Uh, I think they only allowed what 183 yards uh, total offense. So did a pretty good job, and you know, it just looked like more Buccaneers football
1: yards 187 did you say 189
0: i said 183 oh so was 187
1: <laughs> you see that little bit that that no not credible not credible at all
0: <laughs> no <laughs> to no, be honest we're... look at this
1: landslide
0: 544
1: to 187
0: <laughs> yeah blood back i mean we pretty much controlled the game i i don't think the bucks punted at all we didn't um, it was that one fumble game, and so. the rest
1: was no nothing
0: so we did a good job of controlling the game. I believe the Panthers' offense only had 48 snaps, which is pretty impressive. It still sucks that you gave up 23 points. Um, most likely, you probably should have only given up nine. If you know you don't have that turnover, and then the long, you know, kickoff return that sets them up for yeah. you know two easy touchdowns. But yeah, other than that, I thought they did a really good. And then you know, special teams with the fourth down stop, uh, Justin Watson. You know, yeah. being aware of getting that sack. That was actually a great play by um, Chappelle Russell, uh, who tackled, uh, I believe it was Jeremy Chin, because they were going to throw uh-huh. the ball to Jeremy Chin, and he like just took him out of the play right away. So that's why the punter looked like he was doing some type of fake. Yeah, <laughs> he had no one to he had no one to go to. So that's uh, that's a really good, uh, you know, just being aware.
1: All right, so something to touch on. So one thing I noticed that they the Giants did, the Saints did. Now it looks like the Panthers are doing it's. It's a trend. It's attacking mm. Jamel Dean. Yeah, everyone seems to be oh this this guy's great in man, but if he's in ever in his zone, attack him. First touchdown of the game. Dean not an assignment. Once he knows who he has to cover, he's pretty damn good. Mm. If he's sitting in his zone, he doesn't know he has to cover space. He's not the best at. Even I was lurking on run support. Sometimes I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah. don't let them get to the outside. I mean, that's your one. Job as a cornerback. Don't let them get Mm -hmm. the outside. I think it was two or probably two times that he allowed it. With that big body, he's like damn near 6'2 230 at corner. That's well, not two thirty, but two two fifteen around there. He looks two (laughs) thirty. I mean, you got you can't allow that stuff to happen. I think it's just more mental lapses. This is stuff we saw Shaq Barrett messing up earlier in the season. We we, everyone likes to shit on uh, SMB a lot, so uh, (laughs) it's just knowing where to be. A lot of people were saying, oh, these young guys, just, they can't do it. Guess what? They're going to have to do it. They've gotten night and day better from last year. You just saw four or five games last year at the end of the year where they played lights out. Everything was clicking. I think they, can, they have the potential to get back to that again. I think just, they just have had a, a spurt of just bad games. Dean mm-hmm. still had a couple good plays in that game, in this game. Right. So there's a reason why they was 17-17 at halftime and then they only scored six points after. They they shut right. it down.
0: Yeah, definitely. And yeah, like you said, Dean makes some good plays. He had a big play on third down early, I believe, you know, making a stop. You know, that was coming off of pressure that we sent. So, it just seems like when we're in that mode of, you know, sending pressure consistently, you know, playing, you know, different types of coverages where we have these guys moving up or back, it, it seems to help us a lot. Um, and you can see offenses are definitely adjusting. You're seeing a lot more double moves against our corners as they see that's yeah. kind of the the weakness. Um, we saw that yesterday against Mike Edwards. Thankfully, he didn't catch the ball. Um, and DJ Moore, that is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's definitely you're seeing stuff like that where they're definitely attacking, whether it be Dean or even Sean Murphy Bunting more. They're trying to find ways to you know get them out in space and and go after it. But as long as we can, you know, continue to stay aggressive and do those things where we're getting after the quarterback, you know, sending Devin White more forward than backwards, I like our chances. And they definitely did. They took care of business, especially in the second half. They were much better. Well, I mean,
1: overall, even in the first half, besides the one, mm-hmm. the quick... uh I guess wide receiver screen where that dude got ran over. Cockrell, uh, is that yeah, his name? poor
0: number forty-three. Yeah, but got either crushed. way,
1: I mean, the, you got to give the Panthers credit. They timed a perfectly perfect play for that defensive setup. Antoine yeah. Winfield blitz, and guess what? There was only one guy to cover, and mm. that left tackle ran him the hell over. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, the wide receiver went towards the ball. Cockrell yeah. was kind of in a deer in the headlights, and the left tackle ran right through his ass. So. Mm. It was a perfectly timed play for that defensive
0: setup. If you're rushing for oh, that yeah. outside, for sure. Give for them sure. credit. Yeah, that the execution was was really good by Carolina early. And then it seemed like the Bucs just started figuring things out and they made adjustments, you know, going into the second half and definitely, you know, picked up the play. But really, you know, it was the offense just taking control. They had a lot of long drives too, the offense did, you know, just taking up time and, you know, chewing the clock, keeping the chains <laughs> moving, which was good. You know, obviously you had the one play for 98 yards. That's not long, but, you know, they did. They just continued to move the football, which was really impressive. And, and converting, you know, third and long situations. And then Carolina wasn't converting at all on third down. That was the big key. Wait, didn't we get the interception right after that big touchdown? I believe so. Yeah. And then JPP was upset that we didn't score a touchdown on that. Drive, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, something to touch on. So. Uh, we'll, we'll show it in the film study that mm-hmm. I've seen, I saw earlier in the season against the Bears, same thing happened on this goal line, you're saying they ran the ball twice I didn't mention it Yeah. Donovan Smith has a tendency to get lazy and run blocking when we're at the one or two, wherever mm-hmm. we're at and he'll let yeah. a guy come inside free, just a mm-hmm. lazy move I, I'm not trying to feed the fire of all the fans that hate Donovan Smith he did overall well this game I don't know why the one sack was his fault, because it wasn't. (laughs) But that was lazy, and that's probably a good reason why Ronald Jones didn't score on that run. A guy on the left side should not make a play on the right side. (laughs)
0: Correct.
1: (laughs) For that way. So that's something he needs to get his butt reamed for that. Sack is not his fault. That was more Jensen, in my opinion. But you'll see this in the the film study, guys, if you dare to take a peek at it. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, But more about the defense... Uh, we're somewhere where else I can say it was bad, but I mean, overall, yeah, we, we played how our identity is. You live and die by the pressure, by the blitzes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes double moves will get beat by that. If the pressure doesn't get home, like the, the biggest play of their game, the, uh, I think it was like a 38 yard pass to DJ Moore. Right. JVP yeah. nails De- Teddy Bridgewater the second after he gets rid of the ball. It wasn't a roughing the passer because he got there right. Boom, boom. Yeah. It's just that's how the Bucks defense is made. If you can't win on the first move, usually we're going to win. He got there right at, he lofted that bad boy out. That's what mm-hmm. Bridgewater's best at. He's anticipation, accuracy, and not making mistakes. He did a lot of that. It's just when you can't prevent the other team from scoring (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's hard to win a game but overall i mean the defense did well they made a lot of corrections from the the saints game they didn't they weren't passive i think i said it like for the fifth time but uh some other people in the chat were saying about zone defense and our young guys Mm -hmm. how do you feel about that like dean smb Devin white especially
0: yeah no i I, i think it works i think it works um I think it works when it obviously when it's presented in the right way, you know. Especially when we're bringing pressure, I, I think zone blitzes are definitely where we, you know, excel at. I think that's definitely um, an area that they need to be more consistent with. But you know, when we're trying to play zone and we're rushing just three, you know, that doesn't work. You know, we've done that way too many times. I feel, especially lately, um, I think there was a time where we rushed three and they ended up getting a first down um you know i i they try to you know send back will golston at times and you know try to get him in in pass coverage uh i get it but yeah i would like to see us just continue to rush four or more at all times you know i don't like the rushing three trying to drop back into coverage with eight that just doesn't do anything for you you know unless it's like a you know, third and 20 or like third and 15, you know, where it's a, you know, extremely long situation and you can just keep everybody in front of you and then tackle. Yeah, that's okay. But they need to continue to stay aggressive and, and rush after the, after the quarterback. Um, Cause that's what helps their coverage. You know, when you have that rush and coverage working together, that's, that's the main thing.
1: I mean, th- this is where we, we both kind of defer a little bit. I understand the system they're trying to run. Yes, it looks dumb when Vita Veo was out there, 350 pounds of him, dropping back into coverage. It does look dumb. Yeah. But the fact that there's a man in the way that's that size, that can just put up his arms, at least try and deflect something, okay. And it, because everyone's keying in on that one guy. And then you have a Jamel Dean or SMB coming from the outside. You were all looking in the middle. And then all of a sudden, holy shit, I got to look over there because the guy's coming around my my backside. Mm -hmm. So. I understand the illusion of pressure, especially with Vitavea not being in there. He's their main yeah. centerpiece.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I'm just saying, like, when they only rush three. that's Oh, hell I no. Pro- hell yeah, no. I have, not only no, but hell no. <laughs> yeah, that's when I have a problem. You know, if they're rushing three and then bringing pressure from somewhere else, like you're saying, I'm okay with that. You know, that's fine because you're creating, like you said, that distraction of you know dropping a guy that shouldn't be dropping back but he's out there you know creating <laughs> creating havoc so no I, I like that I like some of the things that they showed yesterday with JPP rushing as a middle linebacker you know standing in the middle of the field and rushing that way uh, I like that I want to see more of that him rushing from the inside you know bringing Devin White on the outside you know just different things of, along that nature I think is definitely good and beneficial so uh that was a long answer but <laughs> but overall the the defense is is definitely i you know they can look at this tape and take some things from it and know that this is how they need to play consistently and they've shown it in the past that they can be very good defensively you know obviously with you know destruction of the packers offense and and showing what they showed earlier in the year yeah
1: i mean so it's it's a credit to bucks beating bucks. We've we've said this multiple times, it's sad mm. to say. But they do. I mean, I think the two genuine losses were you showed the most was the last game against the Saints and that Bears game. Right. Just dumb. Just <laughs> dumb all over round. The first game against the Saints, I think we just we weren't ready. We weren't ready for that caliber of a team. But sadly, we got beat worse the second time. I that's eh. But yeah, that's out of the way. Last week was last week. Just keep it in the back of your mind to remember when to start getting back in their face. Since we're talking about the Saints, let's just mention it now. Mm. Drew Brees, broken ribs, collapsed along. He's probably going to be out two to three weeks. J-Boo wins. Jameis Winston (laughs) will be in against the Falcons probably this week, Broncos, and hopefully the Falcons again. Hopefully it's three weeks, but... What do you think about this? What, what do you think? Do you think Shaq Barrett did break those ribs earlier? And then this guy just kind of cemented it? What do you think about that before we keep going on with the Bucks,
0: Yeah, I, I think definitely there was some type of, you know, broken rib happening during that hit that Shaq Barrett had on, on uh, Drew Brees to force a fumble in that game. I think that's probably where it took place. Because um, that was a big hit by him, and he definitely got him on the – uh, right side of his, you know, shoulder and and you know rib area. So, yeah, I mean, Drew Brees is a tough dude, and that's why he's one of the best. I mean, playing with broken ribs during the Bucks game, I know, you know, they're pretty much in control, you know, the whole game. So, yeah, that's crazy. But now, you know, that hit from San Francisco yesterday, and just adding to the more pain and, man. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be out for a little bit. But now. You know, Jameis coming in. I think Jameis will do fine. Um, Again, they're not going to ask him to do a lot. You know, they can win. They can win with defense and special teams, and they're well coached. So I don't think Jameis is going to do poorly. I think he'll be okay.
1: I'm going to play devil's advocate (coughs) and agree with some of the fans who think, oh, we're back in this race. It's not (laughs) like we're ever out of the race. We're still, yes, we're going to have to have the Saints lose probably two or three games and we're going to have to almost win out. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: If not two or three games, two games, then we win out. Yes. But either way, they, they have the upper hand on that division race. It's just, it looks like the battle between the saints and the Bucks, pretty much not just Mm -hmm. here, but in the NFC in general, I mean, I think the Packers will lose another game just because their defense isn't up to snuff. Seattle. I don't know what the hell happened. They just have no defense at all, and right. when you get to well, the playoffs, teams, you,
0: you need defense. Yeah. yeah, teams are figuring you know Seattle out. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, and you, know, you still have the Rams out there who we you know that's our next yeah, opponent. They a have a one. very good, very good defense. Offensively, I think you can definitely take advantage of the weakness, which is their quarterback and Jared Goff. I think if you can get after him and, and send pressure and pressure and more pressure, you'd be just fine. Um, the running game, I think you, you should be able to stop. Obviously, without their left tackle, that's a big All blow. So, Good. Yeah, they, yeah, good. <laughs> the NFC the NFC is definitely, I, I think, like you said, the Saints, I think, are just coming on stronger and stronger. I don't think this Drew Brees injury is really going to affect them because, like I said, they're very well coached. Uh, they know how to run the football. And they're not going to ask Jameis to do a bunch of different things. They're not going to ask him to go downfield all the time. You know, they're going to mix it up with you know, some short stuff and, and maybe some intermediate stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I think they'll be okay. And then they'll probably use Taysom Hill in, in some type of way like they have been in the past. So, well, Here's my devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: hoping Jameis Winston does Jameis Winston things. He was sacked twice in this game. Very they possible. They don't show that. So I'm hoping... They get bit by that bug. Yeah, negative two yards. They don't show the sacks. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Falcons are coming up. Ra has them going. If you don't know who, who Ra is, Raheem Morris has them mm-hmm. clicking a little bit. I mean, two games in a row, I think. So, if they can take at least one of those, I'll be happy. I mean, it's just, right. we got to, uh, I want to say we got to get them off their momentum. But, the Saints are a great team. I agree with you. They don't need Jameis Winston to win a game. I'm hoping Jameis Winston is the reason why they lose a game. I'll say that. (laughs) But but then again, watch him be the reason why they explode for like 40 or 50 points next week.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll just say like, you know, Jameis has done, you know, career wise very well against the Falcons. He usually plays well against them uh, for the most part. He's had good games against that team. So, you know, I, I feel like he'll, he'll play okay. Uh, But like you said, I mean, any given moment, Jameis can either explode like, you know, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, or it can be a five, five pick game where, you know, where he's throwing pick sixes everywhere and, and giving gifts to, to the opposing team. So, you know, and he almost did it yesterday. I mean, the 49er defender dropped an interception that was right in his hands. So, you know, he's doing Jameis things. Like you said, it's, it's an up and down battle with him, you know, as far as consistency goes. But I just feel like the Saints and their coaching—they're gonna make sure like he doesn't lose them the game whatsoever. Yeah. they are gonna find a way to limit him where it's you know one read or you know run or something like that, you know, make it simple. Yeah. So
1: again, I'm keeping hope alive, playing that doubles advocate, lowering their system. I agree with you. They're probably gonna make it simple. Don't lose the game. Just run it. Mm-hmm. Win it by a close game right to lean on their defense yeah. that's what you ask yeah. your backup to do just get us back to when my starter can come back mm. and that's usually what happens let's see I mean, but then again he could be thinking this is my opportunity to shine and show that I could be another 25-30 million dollar man let me get right. my money he's
0: playing for a contract yeah. yeah
1: so I'm hoping that's what prevails and he says no coach I'm gonna throw it to where I want 35-40 yards down the field
0: right and the, the Falcons And that's me as a
1: Buck fan I'm just I'm being yeah. upset I want bad things to happen for the Saints yeah <laughs>
0: But, you know, and the Falcons can score points. I mean, they have Matt Ryan and great receivers, yeah. so they know how to put up points. So it could be, yeah, it could be definitely a challenge if if the Saints offense struggles early and get behind, you know. Yeah, I mean, I know we're kind of going off on a tangent, but
1: <laughs> Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, uh, Hurst, their mm-hmm. tight end, that's a lot of weapons that Julio, um, Matt Ryan has to throw to. So it it should be a good game if their defense can stop anyone. It could be a really good game, so fingers crossed on that one, but let's keep going on about the Bucs. Uh, some people were asking about the Rams. Yeah, their left tackles out for the season, looks like. And some people were saying who, who's someone to stop. Someone answered with X underscore 1K said they have two good receivers,
0: Woods and Cup.
1: Uh, I guess touch on them really quick before we yeah. keep talking some more Buck football.
0: Yeah, when you look at the Rams, obviously offensively, you know they have some, they have a lot of backs that they u- utilize, uh, like a trio of running backs. You know, you have Malcolm Brown, you have uh, Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, that they use, you know, in different ways. Um, not a great running game, I would say, uh, but they are efficient in how they run the football. Uh, use a lot of three wide receiver sets, so they're going to be in eleven personnel a lot uh, with their receivers and. You know, Josh Reynolds, they have, yeah. you know, Robert Woods is very consistent. And then Cooper Cup is, you know, he's a very astute route runner. Like, he's always very efficient. So they present some options, but I think they're definitely weaker offensively than their defense. Defense is the strength of their team so far. Um, I just feel like offensively, you can you can shut them down, especially with pressure and being aggressive with their guys. Um, hopefully that's the case that the bucks present, you know, just continue to attack Jared Goff, And I would pretty much blitz them the whole game because a lot of times they're using play action. And if you blitz them, you can catch them, you know, with Goff with having his back churn, you know, to the line of scrimmage. So I would just do that, you know, consistently. I think that could win you, uh, and force him into mistakes, which we saw last year when they played, you know, the Rams, uh, defensively, you know, obviously Aaron Donald, that's where you start at. Uh, check this out though.
1: Floyd mm-hmm. had three freaking sacks. I need, I need to go watch this game again. Three sacks yeah. possible. Their offensive lines cheddar
0: cheese though. Let's be honest. Right, Seattle. right, right. But that yeah. is
1: insane. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, they've added Leonard Floyd. He's one of their outside pass rushers. Um, you know, obviously they still have Aaron Donald and you know Michael Brockers and you know Jalen Ramsey is is a big part of their team. You know, he's their shutdown corner. But really, it's the you know the Darius. Uh, I think it's Darius Williams. Like he's been playing outstanding. He's got four picks on the year. And I think he's got like uh, ten pass uh, breakups. So he's one of their corners. I think he's the nickel corner, and he does a really good job. Um, you know, so they run a similar style of defense uh, with us. They're a three-four style. Um, they don't blitz, I don't think they blitz as much. But they just do a good job of really, you know, taking your strengths away. So just got to be prepared for it. But I think you can find ways to attack with our weapons. If you utilize, you know, obviously the run game and, and the play action, I think you should have some su- success.
1: I don't think Aaron Donald got a st- a stat. I don't think he got one tackle, one nothing.
0: Right. Well, he's probably being triple team, double yeah. team. And <laughs> that's where he causes his, you know, disruption.
1: Yeah. I mean overall yeah we'll do more research and give you a, a, mm. a game preview later in the, in the week probably Friday Friday or Saturday whatever we can get mm. time but it's again this, is not, this stretch is going to be really hard <laughs> I mean it was the Saints Panthers now the Rams on Monday night again someone made a point about primetime but we'll cut, mm. catch on that then the Chiefs yeah. there, there's no rest for the weary over here we, we got to keep no. pedal to the metal there's no time to learn it's time to go Yeah.
0: Ideally you're, you're eight and four at the buy, you know, that's what you hope for. You you would like like to be nine. (laughs) You want to be nine and three, obviously. Yeah. We want to beat both of these teams, but we definitely can't afford to lose both of them. We have to win at least one out of the two, hopefully two out of two, Um, nine and three at the buy would be perfect because then you set yourself up for potentially 13 and three and running the table because the last four games are all winnable games against lesser opponents. And, you know, it would just set you up really nice with, you know, the bye week and then coming back full strength uh, for the Falcons, Lions, or, well, Minnesota Falcons, then Lions, and then Falcons right, again. Okay. So, such a weird schedule, the way they set yeah. it up.
1: Uh, let's keep going on. Let's get some questions in here. Uh, uh, someone's talking about, like, how the Rams' defense is set up, how. Jalen Ramsey shut down DK Metcalf. He only had two receptions. Someone was saying, "Do do we think we even target Mike Evans because of that?" I, let me give my point real quick on this. Mm-hmm. I put it. I took a picture of the three wide receivers we have at the end of the game. They're joking, talking, and Saints fans chimed in on this. I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> I said, "When every week you have to face up against Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown." It's going to be a rough week for you. Just be honest. Yeah, and then Saints fans chimed in. Oh, yeah. Last week, that was Antonio Brown's first game back. Then it's Chris Godwin with a broken finger. Trying not to catch the ball with that finger. And then you have add it all up. The worst, the Bucks' offensive game plan was the dumbest thing known to man. <laughs> Again, Bucks yeah. beating Bucks. So right. it's not the personnel that's a problem. It's the ones telling what the personnel to do that is a problem. If you keep rinse repeating the good stuff you do, good things will happen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when you try and recreate the wheel, bad stuff will happen. So play action works. How many times do they do it in this game and it, it just produced? Don't get why they don't do it. Yes, a running game, we've said this multiple times if you follow us, running game adds to it makes that play action even more aggressive. But either way, a defense has to read the keys. If it's a quarterback going back to fake a handoff, they have to read that first. That little subtle reaction. They're not going to blindly just fricking go in.
0: That's
1: <laughs> not assignment football. That's what sometimes you guys yell at or bucks defense for. Mm. That's what happens. So by Leftwich needs to get off his high horse and see that that play action works. I love that. Uh, John Ledyard always asked that question to put Leftwich on that. Oh, the fans. If, if he says something again, yeah. I'm going to laugh. <laughs> but I'm hoping we start doing that a lot more. You got to find a way to get the pressure off Tom Brady. That mm-hmm. will help because if you got to think run blocking first, oops, I got to think, where is it going? Again, it'll only help us our offense. But with those three wide receivers, okay, you shut down one, Jalen Ramsey's going to have to cover three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they covered Mike Evans, okay, go to the other one. It's that simple. If that's how worried you are, But the second one of them goes off, you know the Rams are going to send him over. Mike Evans is open. That's what they did in this game. They bounced it out. Whoever had the easier matchup, they went to. Mike Evans Mm was on a linebacker. They threw him to the ball. I (laughs) called it in the preview. Jesus. Like, stuff that is so simple you think they would do every time. They did it in this game.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, the utilization of all three receivers was much better. Um, You know, obviously using Antonio Brown with the quick stuff, you know, they had him on the slants, they had him, you know, even end arounds and and doing different things, even though, you know, some of them wasn't as, uh, you know, successful as others, but, you know, then using him as like the out routes, you know, he got the big play on the out route where it was set up perfectly. Uh, He ran that to perfection. He had the corner fooled. I mean, so, you know, there was a lot of good things from all three of those guys utilizing Mike, obviously in the red zone. You know, throwing it high, letting him go get it uh, was a great catch. Uh, so, yeah, and then, you know, when he's on linebacker, you see that matchup and you go, you know, you go after it. So a lot of good things. They have to continue to do that, especially against the Rams. Use the tight ends as well because their linebackers, you know, it's a 3-4 system. Their linebackers are not used to covering guys like that. So you attack their middle linebackers in that way with our tight ends and use the receivers in the crossing routes use that space with the play action that's going to be available uh so there should be opportunities to score points uh if we you know obviously run it the right way the big thing is going to be protection you know making sure tom Brady is protected making sure you know move the launch point you know for tom and give him more space to throw to
1: and it's something you just mentioned the tight ends Mm -hmm. I read this G Vegas in the chat said, I don't think the Rams can cover our tight ends So you might see them have a bigger day. I read it as in, I don't think Ramsey can cover our tight ends, but (laughs) but it's the truth. I mean, Mm -hmm. use attack their weaknesses, exploit the weakness so that they're going to have to shy away from their strength. That's literally, we hide our weakness with our strength, with our pressure. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be able to cover down the field long for long periods of time. If we're sending the house or if we're, sending more than four
0: yeah. so
1: that's part of, the, it's part of the equation our strength has to be our strength for our weaknesses to be hidden
0: mm.
1: our, we have strengths all across the field on offense so there really isn't a weakness, it's the only weakness is the one telling the person what to do <laughs> yeah. and I think that's evident, I've said it way too many damn times, but yes I agree, throw to the damn tight ends, we did that mm. in this game as well Bray Gronk that was a one hell of a play he had against the Panthers. A forty-four yard oh, yeah. catch and run. Yeah,
0: that was great.
1: Visions of the old Gronk. <laughs> and and people say he doesn't have speed. He's he's old. No, he no, it's, it's there. Really he's just, just fine. it's just the opportunities. He was the only guy in the Patriots, so he was forced to have those opportunities. Yeah. He's around. Surra- he's probably the fourth guy in this team. So yeah. be realistic for your expectations. Do you expect him to have a thousand yard season, realistically? <laughs> No. I don't I don't get what some fans think, or what ESPN thinks. Forgive me. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, and just one more point on the Rams. Yeah. I mean, you know, just look at the Miami game, you know, and how Miami attacked their offense. I think that's how we have to do it defensively. I mean, they send a lot of pressure at Jared Goff, and, and you know, zone blitzes will always get him fooled. I mean, he'll throw interceptions. Uh, he threw a lot. I think he threw a couple in that game, so that's something that we have to look at and then how they attack them defensively. You know, that was with Tua, you know, starting his first game against that defense and he did pretty good. Obviously, you know, he got help with the turnovers and, you know, you know, making plays on special teams, but there'll be opportunities is, is what I'm going to say, you know, especially against with our offense and our weapons. Well, beef tongues in the chat is <laughs> under another alias. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, let me ask you going on. Uh, how do you think what do you think about the cardinals i guess we'll touch on that oh the cardinals
0: yeah i mean god what a play that was to deandre deandre hopkins i mean jesus and then kyler murray able to evade the pressure roll to his left he's right-handed so he's throwing the ball you know back shoulder like just throwing across his body pretty much and that was just crazy, and to, for it to be accurate like it was, and then DeAndre Hopkins jumps over three guys and comes down with the football. Yeah, I mean, and they beat a very good team in the Buffalo Bills. I mean, Buffalo is for real. Like that's a really good team over in the AFC East. Probably going to win the division. So, Got a little yeah, dude's Car- insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, but the Cardinals are yeah. yeah right there. You know, they're I think they're in first place or they're tied. You know, everyone's six and three in that division. Besides 49ers.
1: yeah, yeah, six and three. Everyone, was, yep, you called it. Yeah, yep.
0: damn, that's a heated, heated, and that's a big division. That's a big game this week. I believe they play uh, the Seahawks this week on Thursday Night Football. So, wow, big game for them. Jeez.
1: Uh, well, yeah, the Cardinals up and coming. Someone said their defense would be their downfall. I kind of agree, agree with that. that. They're, they're yeah. still very young in that. They still have young. They don't have really centerpieces just yet, I don't think. Mm. Besides Buda Baker, who we all love, or I guess Plus and I love. Should have been a Buccaneer, but... <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty satisfied with our safeties right now, but... That that team's going to be special. Their offense is humming, the defense is the only thing they need. Defenses win championships. It's You've heard it on the Geico commercial, I think it is. The dads. Oh, defenses win championships. It's true. <laughs> I mean... Your defense needs to be what shuts down the other team. You can't just be one-sided on this. And the Bucs defense can be that. It's just game plan. Keep game planning. Gosh, stick to what you're good at. Right. Uh, Let's keep going. Yep, the first place 2-0 against division. Breeze got hurt. Yes, Breeze got hurt, Beef Tongue. Where you been, buddy? Damn. (laughs) Come on now. Uh, And then G Vegas said break... Brate's effort on that third and nineteen was awesome. Yeah, you called it oh, a Superman, right?
0: Yeah, no, that's tremendous. Uh, that was a great job by Brady too. You know, he was yeah, really looking staring like downfield. at the middle of the field, and then he throws a laser to Brate, and you know they all drop back, and then Brate just runs it and, and gets the first down.
1: And then someone else mentioned AB and Scooter need more screen. This is Charles Reed said AB and Scooter yeah. need more screen passes, especially when you have two when you have to deal with SAP two aka McDonald or Donald.
0: Right. No, no, definitely. Um, Yeah, you would like to see Scotty get more involved in the game. Obviously, you can't go four wide receivers all the time, but, you know, Antonio, uh, you know, there were some good things. I know they tried to get him on a couple screens. And, you know, obviously the Chris Godwin one worked perfection, you know, with Mike Evans blocking um, and then Godwin taking that one for, I think, like 20 or 30 yards. So, yeah, the screen game is going to be huge, but I like it when they use, you know, the wide receivers, not the running backs. And, also, I forgot to mention before we run out of time here, Leonard Fournette, I'm not a fan of utilizing <laughs> him at all in the run game. I, I just don't think it's it's going to work. Uh, his vision is just not there right now. I don't know what he's looking at, but he's missing a lot of opportunities where a Ronald Jones would take it for 10 or 20 yards, and he's just not seeing the hole. He's he's overrunning or not running hard enough uh, is what I'm seeing, so I just don't like the option. And, you know, third down option, okay. Yeah, pass him the football. Uh, he had a drop two yesterday. No, I, did. Um, I would like to see, honestly, more Keyshawn Vaughn. I know he's a rookie, but he showed more promise as far as an actual running back and running through the tackles and making plays. I, I like to see him out there. I know he had the one mistake in Chicago, and it seems like he's been out the rest of the year. So I would just like to see him back in there. Who? Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fournette
1: for a guy that's a better pass catcher, he dropped he did drop some good ones, but mm-hmm. he is better in Rojo, I'll have to admit that. I think he just doesn't have the urgency that Rojo has. He's just trying mm-hmm. to find a big hole to kind of run
0: through. He just doesn't see it. I mean there's holes gaping yeah. wide open and he just misses them for whatever reason. I, I don't know what Maybe it's something that he learned from
1: the Jaguars, like a, a slower read something or waiting for a counter for something to develop. When we're really a zone, you have to run and find your zone. You have to be yeah. moving. It's like, he's he's, gotta hit the hole. Yeah. He's like slow with it. I don't, I don't get that. Like it's mm-hmm. when you see Rojo and him run on different plays, it's night and day. The like Rojo's boom. He's going this guy well, like,
0: like Rojo's. Yeah. Rojo's a one and cut guy. Like when he sees the well, hole, net can be gonna, that he can be that too and he should be like he's shown signs of it like it's there sometimes yeah and then I don't know what's going on though he's missing way too many uh opportunities that are there
1: yeah well well, we're gonna need him for this long haul but let's let's get some questions before we end this thing uh G Vegas said I think Godwin is best is the best wide receiver for screen because he gives max effort and makes the first guy miss all the time I can agree with that
0: yeah ditto
1: uh, Buck Squad said your record for remainder of the season. Oh boy.
0: Well <laughs> I, I like our I like our chances in the last four games of the season. I think we should be able to, you know, sweep that. You know, obviously the Falcons games are gonna be tough because it's division. So you give us four wins right there. That's uh what is that eleven wins? Um so I, I'm still gonna stick with twelve and four. I think we should be able to split at least one of the Rams or Chiefs games. I think twelve and four is a good spot but at least you know minimum 11 and 5 and you're you should be in the playoffs. Can I say this? I still I can't
1: believe the season's gone this damn fast. That's we only bad. have 6 damn games. It it hurts me that I haven't been able to go see a Tom Brady as a Buccaneer game. I mean, I mm. This is bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> but like seriously, yeah. 2020, like come on. And this shit's still going up. Uh, but overall I'm going to play you said 11 and 5?
0: F- yeah, uh, it's a minimum. I'm going to say... Should, should be able to win the last four. I'm going to go out
1: and a crazy, wild and crazy guy and say 12 and 4. We're only going to lose okay. one. I hope we don't lose any, but realistically, mm. I, I think there's... I think, honestly, we could win these two and then go brain fart and lose one of these. <laughs> yeah to be honest foul. a buccaneer way we win the two great ones and then bring for in these
0: yeah the falcons i think is one where we have to watch out for i think that's definitely you know obviously division games they can go either way so and usually i don't think we swept the falcons lately um but the, again it's a new team and so are the falcons so
1: yeah and then danny danilo said you gotta go see the goat i i'd want to
0: take yeah, the prices at 500 not... to pop I'm not paying $300 to send in the 300 section. That's just ridiculous. Right? And people actually pay that, which just amazes me.
1: I, d- I just, I got a kid coming. That's, that's another thing that makes me crazy. Like, I'm like,
0: yeah.
1: I have a kid coming in January. The, the season's almost over. He's going to be here already. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just insane.
0: I can't uh-huh. even imagine what would, you know, playoff tickets would cost if we if we did get a home game, which I don't think, it doesn't look like we will just because of, yeah, you know, where the stains are, we're the fifth seed right now. So we'd have to go travel to Philly, but I just couldn't imagine what the uh the, the prices would be on that. I'm I could you
1: imagine if we went to the Super Bowl what that would be?
0: Oh god. And I've already told I've already told
1: my <laughs> wife and and work that hell if they go, I'm not going to work, I'm not staying. Yeah. Could you imagine what my wife would say?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I suspect <Yeah>. Oh my <laughs> gosh. But jeez. Oh, let's get off of that.
0: (laughs) Well, Mark's wife is the key for the Bucks winning. That's true. She she says they're going to win. They usually win.
1: Literally. If I ask her the day of what's going to happen, I need to just be nice to her because every time I'm nice to her, Mm -hmm. oh, they're going to win. Don't worry. Landslide. It happens. (laughs) Somehow. It (laughs) It happens. And if I I go, I'm going to watch the Bucks game, don't. They're going to lose. Every time.
0: The Bears Bears game game. and happen. Perfect example.
1: Right? You just said it too. Yeah. Bears game.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I believe the Saints game happened too. So I'm like <laughs> I gonna kiss her feet, I guess, every day.
0: Yeah. But
1: uh uh let's see some other questions before we head on out. Hot take is when Devin White doesn't have a standout game, this defense does the same either way because of his coverage liability. Ooh. What do you think about that?
0: I'm sorry. Say that he again. Says, I got sidetracked. His
1: hot, ta- his hot take is when de- when Devin White doesn't have a standout game, this defense does the exact same either way because of his coverage
0: li- liability. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I mean, yeah, he's just not ready for coverage right now. Um, any type of zone coverage or, you know, feeling out where guys are coming from as far as direction or angles. Like He struggles. I mean, he just struggles to go backwards. And they ask him to go backwards quite a lot. They ask him to do a lot of responsibilities. But when he's playing aggressive and downhill and he's in the right assignment, he does a really good job. And I thought he did a better job of that yesterday, being in the right spots more consistently. Um, He did some good things. But yeah, I would agree with that. I think um, this defense doesn't really need him to have a huge game. You like to see him make a lot of tackles because that means the guys up front, are working well and doing their job. But, yeah, not coverage. That's not his thing.
1: It, it's it's sad. I mean, it's a game where you're going to have to get mm. if you want to be one of the best linebackers, and I know he does. And yeah, I know he sees just it. He's going
0: to have to work on it.
1: Yeah, I know he sees it every time they go over film. I mean, when they use him in short zone and just cover what's in front of you, I'm okay with that. But they send him back a lot. Mm. Like, we're talking, mm. like, 20 yards deep. Right. Just because he can do it with athletic gifts doesn't mean he can do it mentally right now because he doesn't see the field how you should. That's a liability Like he just made, made a point, And I, I I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. He is a liability.
0: Uh, yeah, these... and and, oh, and just one uh, more point. If you, like, you hope he sees it because when he does, man, he's going to be a yeah. tremendous player because when he sees the field like it should be seen, uh, he'll be one of the more dominant guys. You could see him be like, you know, a Brian Urlacher and Luke Kuechly. um, You know, Patrick Willis, you know, is probably the best example. You know, he could be that guy.
1: I got, and just it's the feel for the game. It's not just Mm -hmm. seeing it or mentally breaking it down. It's feeling okay, if I'm dropping back in the zone, I should feel where the guy's going. Get a handout, feel awareness. Uh, Okay, maybe he's going this way. So I should shade that way. Don't keep going that way just because he ran past me on this side. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that, little things where he'll get it. He's still, it's just his second year. He's still playing. Yeah, he out. does a
0: lot. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff. We
1: hold him to a huge high standard, but I mean that's right. a good thing though. Raise yeah, your standards because
0: he was the fifth overall pick, and yeah, it you know, plays a lot into it.
1: Oh, well, we were we we were a critic call of him last year. <laughs> if you guys followed us then, in our podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> oh yeah, well this dude, he's he's still he's really damn good. His grip strength is insane. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's still a baby.
1: Yeah, but let him keep learning. Oh, there, Beef Tongue had one question before we head on out. It was about, uh, why don't we run more jet sweeps, or just more sweeps in general?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it looks like they're trying to do more of that. Uh, again, it, it just hasn't been overly successful, uh, yet. But they're trying. I mean, they've tried it with Scotty Miller. They tried it with Antonio Brown. I thought that concept was actually really good. Just didn't execute it the right way. You know, it ended up being I think minus two yards. But you know, uh. It's just really not a part of their offense, to be honest. I mean, they don't run a lot of motion unless Tom Brady initiates it. Um, so, I don't know. That's a good question, though. I'd like to see more of it, especially with the speed that we have, um, you know, with now Miller and, and uh, Brown.
1: I mean, a lot of times, I know in the past, we've hated the sweeps because our offensive line, we said, just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. We're talking just the, the sweep to the side, not, not the wide receiver jet sweep. But to be honest, like I think with the be- the possibilities this offense has, and that defenses have to think, oh, we got to cover the outsides so much they can't center in on that. So that's why they're being successful. I love mm-hmm. the double offensive line, left tackle, left guard moving all over to the right, and the tight end mm-hmm. blocking. I love that. They just yeah. brought that in probably three games ago, mm-hmm. and it's it's working to perfection. To be honest, they need to keep doing
0: it. Yeah, they did a, a toss run to Fournette yesterday, yeah. and that should have been a bigger run. Again, Fournette, I don't know what he's doing. He's just hesitating way too much, but a great block by Donovan, Donovan. Smith. And, and Yeah, I mean, and they set it up. Tyler uh, Johnson did a good job on the crackback, and yeah. Uh, so they're seeing opportunities, which I like. They just have to be consistent in how they attack it, but there's definitely options there.
1: Yeah. Uh, um. Other than that, guys, Thank you for all the questions. Thank you for all the interaction in the chat. You guys have been lighting it up. Awesome yeah, thank questions. You guys. Appreciate it. I mean you guys make the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Other than that, be prepared for Wednesday, probably with the offensive and defensive highlights, Friday or Saturday for that film breakdown for the Rams game. Other than that, guys, thank you for everything. And as
0: always, Go Bucks. Go Bucks.